Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. I am back. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. We just churned out a Panthers podcast. Now I'm going to talk to you about the Chargers. Do a few more later on today. The Chargers were kind of a favorite team of mine. You know, this past offseason, if you guys have been listening to me, leading up to the 2016 season, I expected a huge bounce back year from them. I'm a big Phillip Rivers fan. I thought they had a great offseason adding guys like Bosa and... um, Hayward in the secondary, and I thought they did well, and they have. I mean, they, they they have a good talent base there. I mean, they're they can't they lose a lot of close games. They they found some obscene ways to lose this past season. Now they've moved, you know, cities, new coach, uh, you know, a, a tough division. So I still have hope, and, and an awful lot of injuries the last two years. They are. In the lowest third in terms of spending power. You know, they're not great in that capacity. They have a couple guys, you know, and part of that's because they franchised Ingram. He's not going anywhere, at least for the short term. On offense, they don't lose anything. The only guy of, of, of interest right there is Danny Woodhead. And they also have Dexter McCluster and Ronnie Hillman up at free agency, too. Um so, if you, we just start there in the backfield, Gordon had a nice breakout year, there's no doubt. But I'd like to take a little off his plate. Not that I dislike him, but they need somebody else. Either somebody, preferably a Woodhead, a Burkhead, um, something like that, a receiving tight back, I think would be really useful for Phillip Rivers. Um, if, they, if they have faith in Woodhead, bring him back and draft somebody in the fifth round, something like that. Or even a pounder, you know, a 235-pound downhill guy. Would make a little bit of sense here, too. Um, interesting to see. I mean, Anthony Lynn comes over, and well, let's just go right to the offensive line. Well, we'll skip. Uh, Philip Rivers, I'm a, I think Rivers is still a stud, and maybe he's showing a slight bit of, of, of decline. How much do they like Mike Berkovici as a backup? Uh, you hear some good things. Kellen Clemens, a free agent. Could they cut corners there and not have a expensive million-dollar type backup? Interesting to, interesting to think about. Anthony Lynn comes over from Buffalo, where the the offensive linemen he preferred for that power running game were big, heavy, mauling types. Well, that's exactly what he's getting here, except they're probably too big and too heavy and too heavy-footed. I mean, Orlando Franklin's been bad. DJ Fluker is not living up to the first-round billing. Barksdale's fine. Dunlap's okay. Slauson's all right. I liked Turk, who they drafted in the third round. Didn't play at all as a rookie. Uh, Maybe him or Slauson could go to guard. But I feel like the offensive line needs a guy or two very early in the draft. You know, early second round, not not a top ten pick. But, um, you know, they have the eighth pick overall, if I didn't mention that. But if you do have free agency money to spend, boy, if they could help their offensive line, that would help. Uh, there's talks of even cutting a guy like Franklin too, get money for him. 
So the line is really what I think the offense needs to focus on. In reality, this team will probably this will probably be a shorter podcast than the other ones because there's not. I think there's a couple pretty clear areas to 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 work on here. You certainly want to guard. You'd like a tackle. I, I like the situation at tight end a lot. I mean, Gates comes back and holds down the fort. I think Henry's going to be a top 10 tight end as soon as next year. Like I said, I'm fond of Rivers. I like what Gordon did. I like this receiving core quite a bit. I mean, losing Keenan Allen was huge last year. But Tyrell Williams stepped up in a big way. You like that. You still have Inman. You still have Benjamin. Maybe consider adding a wide receiver. I wouldn't have no qualms with that. But I think Keenan Allen's a star. With the tight end situation, I don't think you needed an improved offensive line. You know, like I said, maybe a receiving tight back. I think there's enough weapons here for Rivers, basically, you know, with, with some fine-tuning. But really, whenever you're talking about the Chargers' offensive needs, they to me, they basically start and stop with the offensive line. And I'm curious what direction they would go with that, you know. Or can this scheme get more out of those big, heavy-footed goofs? You know, I, I, I don't know. Well, That'll be interesting. I'm really curious to see how Lynn and company handle uh, the offensive line this offseason. Fall has arrived at JCPenney, the perfect time to refresh your home. From now until Sunday, get up to 50% off select comforter sets, furniture, and the most comfortable mattresses from top brands like Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Beautyrest, and more. And save 50 to 60% on select sheet sets, plus an extra 15% with your coupon on select home items. Hurry and soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 928-109 on select home items, furniture, and mattresses. Prices valid 928-101. Selections vary by store while supplies last. Savings on regular and original prices. Intermediate markdowns may have been taken. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Now, on defense, the Chargers are changing schemes. You would think, with Gus Bradley coming over, <laughs> excuse me, that this would be much more of a Seattle-based defense. Makes sense. You know, I mean, Brandon Meebane's in places, your nose. Legit would be kind of your three technique. I think Bosa would be your Bennett Keep Ingram, I guess he's going to be your Averill type, you know, your edge guy, that and he'll drop it from time to time. You mix in Atachu, who I still really like as an edge player. Bosa bumps inside on throwing downs. Ingram and Atachu off the edge. I like that. I mean, I, I, I think that's a, a correlation I can play out in my head that works. I mean, I, I like that. Um, maybe you would like to get another nose tackle type to eventually replace me, Bain. Maybe you'd like to find another defensive tackle in general for depth. But all in all, I mean, their defensive front is, is fine with me. I like it. Uh, it's a good group led by Bosa, who I think is a utter, utter star. I also like the second level quite a bit. Now, I think Denzel Perryman is a leader, grinder, tough guy you know, best between the tackles, but he's not Bobby Wagner, you know, I mean, he doesn't cover tons of ground, I mean, I think you're fine there, and, you know, Jatavis Brown, to me, can really be your run and hit off linebacker, like him quite a bit, you know, Kyle Emanuel's still around too, I guess he's more of an edge guy though, I mean, um, maybe, is he your, is he your KJ Wright type, uh, that might be asking a lot out of him, but I think Joshua Perry could possibly be that K.J. Wright type. Of course, these guys aren't nearly as good as Seattle's linebackers. Don't get me wrong. And Manti Teo is a free agent. I'm actually interested in what happens to him. I, I can see his second stop being a little more fruitful than what he did with the Chargers. 
But I don't think linebackers are a place you have to go crazy to, to find people. Um, but I'm curious on the fits. I like the players, curious on the fits. Well, that falls on Bradley and coaching staffs. I mean, that's why you pay coaches, to adjust to such things. This is really interesting to me, is I think the, the combination of Verrett and Hayward might be the best pair of corners in the league. You know, they also have Brandon Flowers and some guys that played last year that, you know. But those are your top two dudes. But boy, they couldn't look any different, more different than Richard Sherman. You know I mean? They are smaller, athletic, uh, change of directions, really explosive, jump out of the gym type guys. But they aren't 6'2 with long arms. I mean, they don't fit the scheme that well. And so that worries me a little bit is one of the best assets of your defense. Is it going to become a little less relevant than, you know, or asking these guys to do things they don't do as well? Therefore, I think it's probably smart to, in a big, in a heavy corner draft, a really good corner draft, to add one with the, the, the Sherman like size. I mean, even if it's third round or so, but. I think reasonably early that needs to be addressed. And maybe with the eighth pick, but I, I got a better spot for the eighth pick, and that's safety. Dwight Lowry's a solid all-around safety. Uh, Adai is a free agent. But I think they may be in the market for two of them. You know, I think they want their Earl Thomas and their Chancellor. And if they could get one of the two in free agency, that'd be great. I would think they'd be very, very interested in Hooker. And he might be gone at that point. Or Adams. I mean, Adams, I think, would be closer to Chancellor. But, I mean, he's not quite Chancellor. Chancellor's so extreme in the way he plays safety. Uh, Hooker is very much Earl Thomas. I mean, the, of, of the, all the available potential safeties, he's the guy that you could add to this team that you want in the deep center field. And to me, that's the most important position on this defense. And that's what separates... To a lot of degree, Seattle against these teams that are trying to mimic it. Well, they don't have Earl Thomas. So maybe you move up a couple spots and grab Hooker if possible, if, if, if you think you have to. Or certainly settle for Adams. Adams is a great player. Um, you would use him well. Um, but, you know, free agency too could also lend itself there. So this is a team, you know, picking pretty early. Doesn't have a ton of needs. They also don't have a ton of cap space. But safety, to me, is by far their biggest need on defense. Revamping the offensive line is their biggest need on de- on offense. And everything after that's sort of secondary. Like, yeah, you bring back Woodhead, get a corner with size, maybe throw a defensive tackle in the mix. I'm cool with all those things. You know, If you want to add a receiver, fine, but I don't think it's required. So I like where the Chargers are at and... I don't know. I probably called them San Diego five times this podcast and didn't realize it till just now. But them L.A. Chargers, I think they got a chance to be pretty good this year. Another offseason like this past one could go a real long way. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17 